Welcome to another episode of the Share Your Story series. This is a podcast experience where we get to explore humanity one heart at a time. I am your host, Jenny Diltz, and a grief coach who specializes in life and loss. I am the founder of Grieving Coach, and I help people convert grief into power. If you feel inclined to make a donation to keep events like these going, you can follow the link in the show notes. Today, I am honored to be joined by my friend and colleague, Jenna Bonner. In our coaching support group one time, I introduced myself saying, I love grief. And I knew we would be friends when Jenna's face lit up when I said that. Jenna is the founder of Grief Forward. She is a listening ear to anyone feeling stuck in their grief and needing to move forward. She helps people discover their new normal after loss and live the life they were meant to. She has experienced a lot of loss and grief in her own life, and she has developed compassion and empathy to hear people out and bring some normalcy to opening up about their grief, loss, and pain. Jenna, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm so looking forward to sharing the excitement and passion we have for grief and grief work. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So, like I said, when we were when we first met, it was in a coaching group for alumni of our training group, our training program, Coaching at End of Life. And as I said, I introduced myself saying, I love grief. And I remember that big smile um, on your face when you when I said that. Not then, many people share my excitement for grief. Yeah. And then I told you that I was excited about it too. Yeah, I remember <laughs> private message you and I was like. Oh, I was like, I get you. I was like, I understand. <laughs> I remember that. And I was like, yay. <laughs> yay, it's one of my people. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else in the group felt that way, but <laughs> we did. Yeah. I'd never heard anybody say, I love grief. And I was like, why well, do too? I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah. <laughs> but I liked that. Yeah, I, I had a similar uh, introduction when I started with Don's Don's program mm -hmm. and I got the feeling that people were looking at me kind of strange but Don totally got it he's like yes <laughs> and then he shared his collection of funeral flags <laughs> that's probably why I get along with him too and love him so much as well because I was like instantly I was like oh I love this man <laughs> yeah 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 we're we're all kind of weirdos I guess <laughs> <laughs> grief aliens yeah right <laughs> So what excites you about grief work? Well, a lot of things excite me about grief work, which I know it sounds strange to most, but, um, you know, it excites me to help others um, along this journey. And, you know, a lot of people aren't willing to walk this journey with others, you know, during grief. So um, just the fact that, you know, I really do enjoy and it excites me to help others um, through their grief journey. And then, um, you know, just allowing people to be heard and giving space and expression for their grief. Um, and then, you know, just when, you know, I do, I do grief coaching. And so when clients, you know, like they learn about themselves and they progress and in turn, when they want to help people in grief as well, 
Um, I have heard that out of people's mouths before and it's like, wow, like that's like, that's what we want, you know? Um, I mean, not everybody's called for that, but mm-hmm. when people want to help others in grief because of what they've experienced in grief, it's like, yay, that's, that's, that's exciting to me. And um, yeah, just, I mean, I love, you know, doing groups and having people meet and find community in grief as well and know that they're not alone. Um, that's exciting because people can feel very isolated. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's exciting when people do find others and, and feel that sense of community and that they're not alone. So, yeah. So much of that resonates with me. Yeah, that's good. So how did you become a grief coach? Well, um, kind of started out with many losses and I'll talk about that later in more detail, but, um, I, I've experienced a lot of loss and, um, and then really just a lot of prayer and asking God what he wanted me to do. Cause I knew that I, I knew at one point that God wanted to use me in the work of grief. Didn't know what exactly it was. Didn't know exactly what it looked like or what, you know, if, you know, I had no idea, but I just knew that I'd experienced so many losses and I knew that God was doing something in me to, to help others. And, um, so really just praying and asking him, you know, what do you, you know, what do you want of me? And then I really heard from him loud and clear. It was in 2013. Um, one, I mean, I'd been praying about it, but I'd sat down one day and just started journaling And I started journaling things I'd never even thought of myself. Like, I mean, just stuff was coming out. Like, I I think I filled up like five pages or something like that. And it was just ideas, you know, like how to help people in grief, like different, like creative ways or like, Uh you know, just, just different things. And I was just like, at the end, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, where did this come from? Like, I'm never, like, this was not in my brain. Like, this was God, like writing this down. And letting Uh me know, like, this is what I want you to do. And I was just like, whoa. (laughs) So um, I still have that journal and I still keep that close because that really keeps me going and like working towards my goals. Um, But yeah, just really, um, you know, that moment was, was pivotal and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't even sure still like what exactly did that look like? So I thought maybe counseling was, was the route to go. So I started, you know, looking into that a little bit. And then I was also being coached at the same time. Um, I had a life coach that I was using and she, um, she's here local where I live here in Savannah, Georgia. And, um, so we were kind of talking through that, you know, of what, what my future is going to look like and in this, and she was like, well, what about coaching? And I was like, okay. So I started really thinking and praying about that. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like the route that I should be taking. And counseling might be something that I decide to do later. I don't, it, it's a possibility, but coaching is where I've started. Uh-huh. And she really helped me kind of like unpack that and really like realize, okay, this is, this is a great start. And she also, she knew Don, um, and Don first, those of you watching, Don is our, um, instructor, the guy who created our program, um, at coaching end of life. So, um, she knew him 
and I think they they knew each other because they were coaches I think um like she doesn't do grief work necessarily but I don't remember exactly how they knew each other Mm -hmm. but she she knew of him and so she told me about him and um he and I I, and I'd been volunteering at hospice too so she knew that he had the connection with hospice so she was like I think you'd really like him and you know you, you should talk to him and see you know what you think about his program and so the first conversation I had with him on the phone, I was just like, oh, I love him. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I, I just, yeah, I just felt really connected to him right away. And yeah, we had some things in common and I was like, wow, I was like, yeah. And I'd looked into some other courses, but none of them seemed quite like his. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, he's a Christian and I, I know that like, they don't necessarily teach that like the teaching is not really Christian oriented, but still like I knew it was founded on Christian principles and because he is one. And I knew that, you know, like, I don't know, just, just the different things with hospice and just the love of grief. I was just like, yeah, I was like, this is, this is where I need to be. So, um, so yeah, so I signed up for his class and, and never looked back, but yeah, that's kind of the progression of how I became a coach um so yeah awesome yeah I had that connection in that very first conversation with yeah yeah and and similarly I knew okay this is this is the program I want to be in Mm -hmm. this is the program for me Mm -hmm. the other ones that I was looking into they just didn't seem um they were a little bit more on like life coaching. It wasn't even like directed towards grief. And I knew that I wanted to be doing grief. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was a no brainer. Why wouldn't I do this program? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you mentioned that you've experienced a lot of loss and grief in your own life. Uh, tell us some of those, tell us more about those experiences. How much time do you have? Cause it could go on all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> as much or as little time as you want to take on it. Right. Um, well, uh, I would say that, yes, I have experienced a lot of loss and I won't go into detail of everything, but um, I've had a lot of like chunks of time where it's, I'm experiencing a lot of loss, you know, within a couple years and then have a break for a while and then it'll be another like year of just like lots of loss and I I feel like that's maybe not the same for everybody but I have heard other people say that they lose people you know kind of in in pods or whatever you know and that Mm -hmm. um it seems kind of overwhelming um and yeah I've definitely had moments where it does seem very overwhelming but um I would say the first kind of like hard years and hard losses um, were like 2005, 2006, I was in college and I lost both my grandmas and a friend and the friend was in a car accident, um, all within 11 months of each other. So that was like my first, I'd experienced loss before, but that was like the first, like, really like, Ooh, like this is a lot (laughs) within such a short period of time. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I was close with my grandmas and, um, so the, you know, I, I won't go into all the detail of everything, but, um, and then my friend, it was really, 
it was really hard. Um, you know, a car accident is something you cannot prepare for. Yeah. And it's something that you're just like, oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll share a little bit about like my story with her. Um, but her name's Stacy. And we went to church together and we were really good friends. Um, I went away to college and she still lived at home and we hadn't really talked in a while. And um, I, I really, now looking back at it, I know that like, and, and I knew it at the time, I think too, but God was really prompting me to talk to her before she died. And I had a dream about her a couple of weeks before she died. And um, and I acted upon that. I did. I called her a couple times and we never got in touch, um, but, but I tried and I, d- I didn't know, you know, why, but I mean, I just, you know, I hadn't talked to her in a while and I missed her and had this dream. So, um, and then when I got the call saying that she had died, I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, so there was some guilt that I didn't, that I wasn't able to reach her, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it was, you know, it was just a shock. So, um, so yeah, so, and that's probably, you know, the first loss that I've had of someone like close to my age, um, Mm -hmm. I'd experienced, you know, loss of older people and, you know, that's a little different when somebody your age dies. And, um, so, so yeah, so, um, so yeah, I went home for a funeral and, um, I'm really glad I did, but it, it was hard. Um, so, so yeah, so, so there's that chunk of time. And at that time I had no idea that I needed that God wanted me in grief work. Um, like not, a, not even a clue. Um, but, um, I've also, you know, I've experienced loss with other people, like not even like direct losses to me. Um, one of my close friends, um, she lost her baby and I've never felt more grief and pain for another person mm-hmm. than that situation. Um, when, when that happened, I, I knew like God was doing something in me then because I was like, all I could think about was her and her husband and just their family and just the pain. And like, I just, I didn't want to do anything. Like, and I'm a, I'm a really fun person. I like to, you know, like have fun and be fun. And during that time, Ooh, it was so hard. Like I, I just couldn't even find any joy because I just felt so deeply for her. And it makes me cry every time I talk about it, but that's why I'm like going to it. But yeah, so, um, so, you know, that was, that was a really hard situation, but I, I knew God was doing something in me then. I was like, you know, I feel very deeply and very strongly for her and it's not even my loss, you know? Uh Um, and I, you know, I really like, I pursued her too in this I wasn't like standoffish and I wasn't like oh I, I can't like bother her right now or I, I don't want to talk to her um but I I really pursued her and was keeping in touch with her of like how are you doing you know like we got together and I was like do you, if you want to talk you know talk if you don't that's fine um uh-huh. and so I mean that I guess I didn't know that I had that in me and it was kind of strange <laughs> to me I was like I'm I'm really like going towards this instead of away, like most people do. Right. Right. So, um, so yeah, so there's that one. And then, um, and then kind of a pivotal moment for me was in 2013, um, I lost two friends, 
um, one to cancer. She had cancer for a few years and she, and she really was progressing and then she wasn't anymore. Um, but she was, you know, in her early thirties. Um, and then another friend who had died in a car accident that was like a few months after my friend with cancer had died. Um, and so just that being such a close time period, you know, three months apart and they, the one lived in Ohio where I'm from. I didn't go back for the funeral. I, I felt guilty. You know, I felt terrible that I didn't. And then the one lived here in Savannah and I did go to her funeral and, um, you know, it was just different situations, but, um, you know, just those being so close together, I was like, God, what are you doing? Cause I feel like something's going on. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, there's something you want to do in me. So that was kind of the time when I really started praying about what, what is it in this grief world? Do you want me to be in and what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. So, um, so, I mean, I, you know, I hate to say that, like th those two friends, like were pivotal in that way, but I mean, they really were. And yeah. I've even told both their parents that, and, um, yeah, it's, it, it doesn't make it any easier that they're gone, but it, you know, it makes it, um, you know, kind of, I don't know what the word is that I want exactly, but it just makes it manageable. Yeah. And, and beautiful that there's something good coming out of it, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so then, um, I so that was 2013. So then 2017 was when I finally, um, started my grief coaching courses. Mm -hmm. And that was a really weird time too. Um, I'd signed up, I was going to start in May, like the beginning of May and, you know, everything was going fine, you know, everything seemed to be going well. And then I got another call. Um, this was like the week before I started my courses that, um, and he, that a friend, well, he was actually an ex-boyfriend of mine had died suddenly and it was very tragic. Um, it was very, very sudden. Um, and I hadn't really talked to him in a while. I mean, he lived in the same town as me, but we hadn't really talked or kept in touch and, you know, an ex-boyfriend, you know, I was married, so you don't, you don't have that kind of relationship anymore. But, um, that really hit me hard. Uh, that was, I mean, I hate to say it, but that was probably like one of the hardest losses because it was like, there wasn't really a resolve with our relationship. I didn't really get to say, you know, some things that I maybe wanted to say. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh my gosh, like, and just, you know, the, the tragic and the suddenness of it all, it just, it just all compounded. So there for probably like four months or so, like all I could think about was that. And it was really, um, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to know every detail, you know, we've mm -hmm. talked about, you know, the different kinds of like grieving and loss. And, and I felt like I was really like compartmentalizing and like really wanted to know like everything about like, you know, like what, what happened, like what, you know, like, and just break it all apart. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was hard too. I, I mean, I think my husband was like, why are you like creeping this hard over an ex-boyfriend? Like, this is weird. Yeah. And, um, and it was weird, but 
I had to just go through a lot of things. Like I had to go through, I read some old journals just to like, you know, kind of keep his memory alive. And, um, you know, I still honor him today. Like he's been gone for four years, I guess. Almost five. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, but it was, it was the, the weirdest loss in just, just the nature of it and, um, who it was. And, um, we had a lot of mutual friends. So I did a lot of talking with friends at that time. I mean, I was on the phone like every day for like probably a week or two and, um, but it felt good to talk that stuff out, you know, and like Mm -hmm. share memories together and just, um, you know, just to kind of keep his memory alive. Um, and I, his mom didn't live around here. She um, lived in a different country and I got to know her through this. And I think that was really good for both of us. And I got to know one of his other friends. Um, so yeah, I mean, I really felt like God was doing some things through that, but it was such a weird time because I was about to start my grief coaching training. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just, and in grief coaching, you know, like they want you to be open and they want you to be vulnerable and like they're asking you questions about yourself. And I really didn't even want to talk about it then. I mean, I was with other people, but like with them, I was like, I don't know you guys. So I really didn't open up yeah. about that. Um, I maybe did when we would do individual coaching some. Uh-huh. But I just didn't put it out there because I knew I'd just be a ball bag and I'd just be bawling and <laughs> crazy. Um, so, so yeah, so even with his loss, I knew that, and just the timing of it, I was like, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I know that I'm experiencing a different kind of loss to be able to help others, you know, eventually. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, you know, I took it and I embraced it. And, um, but I did, I did feel pretty depressed with that loss. Yeah. And, and his loss kind of started like a series of losses after that. Um, so that was 2017 and then 2018 was really hard. My grandpa found out he had cancer. And so he dealt with that for almost a year. Um, and then passed away from that. Um, and he was my last grandparent left. Mm-hmm. And during that time, this this was like the worst week of my life, probably. Um, so before he died, like that week, my dad had found out he had cancer as well. And so my dad finds out, and then like four days later, my grandpa dies. And so it was just, it was a lot. I mean, it was a lot for my mom because it was her dad and you know her husband, and you know it was just a lot for all of us. So, um, and my, and we found out my dad had stage four cancer. So it was a lot of information. Um, so yeah, so, and my, and my dad, he's still alive. Um, so I would call that a living loss. Um, but Mm -hmm. we didn't know at the time, you know, what that was going to look like. It was, it seemed like a bleak um, diagnosis. And it seemed like, you know, at his age and just everything that it might not go in the way that we want it to. Um, but, um, but yeah, and he's dealt with a lot since then. Um, and he's, he doesn't have cancer, but he's still dealing with, you know, a lot of the after effects of it. And it's, it's been hard to see him age and to see him like not, not be the active, 
person that I've always known. Mm -hmm. And um, so, I mean, that's, that's been a really hard loss, even though he's still here. Yeah. 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 So, and that, and that's something I deal with like every day now. So yeah, but, um, but yeah, so um, those are, those are really the, the main losses that I've, I've dealt with. And, um, but I mean, I really do feel like it's made me better and it's made me, you know, be able to learn and understand people's grief even more. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. How have you been buoyed up? Because that is a lot of loss. Say that again. How have you been buoyed up or lifted up? through all of those times of loss well when it's really good for me to journal I I always can get my thoughts and feelings out when I journal mm-hmm. and you know sometimes I choose to do it and sometimes I don't but when I do I really feel like it's kind of a release of okay I've got those feelings out you know I can kind of you know move forward um you know and I have been coached um I haven't really been counseled very much, but I think that might be something I could benefit from. Um, But, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, my husband's been a really good support. Um, He's been not, he hasn't been there with all of these, but he's been here with a lot of them Uh and just my family. And, you know, I have friends that I feel like I can talk to um, and um, yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's like kind of going, you know, grieving each person, Yeah. not like grieving, you know, just the whole, you know, <laughs> everything as a whole, mm-hmm. grieving like each person and allowing that to happen has been the best to help me. Um, so, you know, when they're all kind of like in a row, it's like, Ooh, like <laughs> I got to dissect this a bit. Yeah. And, yeah. And like I said, I mean, my, with my dad, like it's still a living loss that I, I think I do need to handle a little bit differently and better, honestly. And I, I have thought about, I'm like, maybe I do need to go to counseling. Maybe I need to, you know, talk that out. So mm-hmm. that's something I'm kind of going through now Yeah. that I think I need to be a little more proactive and not let this slip me into a, you know, weird funk or depression. So Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned coaching and counseling. What's the difference between the two? Um, so how I usually describe them is um, counseling is you're kind of looking back at your life and looking at maybe some things that hasn't been addressed or um, kind of looking, you know, in the past and then wanting to <clears throat> um I mean, I think both really, you're kind of wanting to move forward, mm-hmm. but with counseling, you're looking in the, in the past and kind of wanting to like unearth some things and, you know, see what, what can, you know, come of, I'm not thinking of words right now. Give me a second. <laughs> and like, what can, you know, like, what can you move forward from and how can you like, it's, I think it's a lot about talking and getting things out. And then with coaching, I mean, I think coaching's similar, but you're kind of talking more about like the present and like where you want to be in the future. 
and and helping you move forward in that it's not as much looking in the past i mean yes we do some but it's more about right now where do i want to be and how do i get there um but you know with grief coaching it is different because i think with regular like life coaching you do have a lot of goals that are set Uh grief coaching there's not always goals that you that you think of or that you can you know reach within a certain amount of time it's, yeah it's not like I want to get over my grief <laughs> right and, and it's harder for people do you know dealing with grief to come up with you know if you ask them you know what they want to get out of the session or what um you know what kind of goals like sometimes there aren't any and I tell people I'm like that's okay like your goal could just be that you want to be heard right now and yeah. that you want me to listen and I mean that, and that's a goal, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's oftentimes what it is with grief coaching. Um, so it's not something that's pushed of like, oh, you have to like do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then, oh, voila, your grief will be done. You know, it's not. Doesn't happen that way. No. So I keep. Uh, I keep reading your sign behind you. Beautiful moments come out of the uncomfortable. Yeah, that actually came out of a coaching session of mine. <laughs> that I, That's awesome. That I said that with when I was being coached, so. That's so cool. So what beautiful moments have come out of your losses, your uncomfortable times? Um, well, I think knowing what God's purpose is for me. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think that that would have on earth. And I don't think that would have, you know, been revealed to me if I haven't dealt with loss. Um, and I, before all of this, like I've always kind of been searching, like what, you know, what is my purpose here on earth? Mm -hmm. Like what, you know, what am I here for? And I've always been in, I was in the line of work of creativity and like, I, I went to school for graphic design and I did photography. And mm-hmm. so even though I love those things, I didn't feel a ton of purpose in them. I was trying to put purpose on them, but um, it just didn't awaken me like grief does. Mm-hmm. And then once I knew that that's what I was here for, I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> um, it's just really different than where I had been before, but I, I knew what my purpose was and I could, you know, move with that. Um, but I think I might be getting away from your question. <laughs> What's your question again? Um, what beautiful moments have come? Um, yeah, just, um, you know, like I'd said, you know, with some of those losses, like with the ex-boyfriend, like meeting, you know, some of his family and, and you know, being um, introduced to different people and and just learning things from each other. Um, that's been really beautiful. And, um, you know, just being able to talk to people, like some of my friends that I've lost, I've been able to talk to their parents, you know, and really let them know like how important their child was to me and how, you know, important of a friend they were. And, um, I think that's been, you know, a blessing for both of us. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I just, it's just, it's been good for me to kind of like reflect, um, on 
on all of these losses. I mean, I, I try and I don't do it all the time, but um, just, it's just been good to reflect and see like where I was and like where I've come mm-hmm. and that I haven't let it get me in this like depressy, like down state. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, I am moving forward and, and that, um, you know, I'm, I'm learning from, from all of this, you know, every day. So, so that's, that's been good. That's awesome. Grief work can be really heavy sometimes. Mm-hmm. What do you do to remain balanced with the heaviness and the lighter side of life? Um, well, I mean, like I've said, I, I journal. I mean, that's, that's something that I, that I use. Um, I also, you know, I like to do fun things to kind of, you know, keep my mind off of it somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I, I love to salsa dance. So I feel like that's kind of like a release when I, when I dance, you know, it's, it's fun. And, um, it's a way to like, to keep the, the heavy burden, you know, mm-hmm. down. But, um, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing to, to feel burdened and grieved, but, um, yeah, the, it, it is heavy to, to deal with your own grief, but it's heavy to deal with others grief as well. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, sometimes it's easier than others than other times to deal with others grief. Um, there are sometimes I do feel like I get really in it and it's hard to separate, mm-hmm. but I think the more people I've coached and the more experience I've had with this, it is easier to separate and, um, and, you know, be there to, to help those people, but not get so involved that it's so heavy to me. Um, right. I mean, it's, you know, it's something that I'm still learning of how to do that. But I think when I journal, and I get those thoughts out that that really is helpful to me. And, and even just talking, like, um, I mean, I don't share anything that people, that clients have talked about, but you know, I'll just briefly like tell my husband, like, Hey, like this was good today. And, um, you know, just, just being able to like verbalize a bit, um, mm-hmm. that kind of helps keep the, you know, the, the heaviness down. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I know that when I was, uh, as we've been collaborating in workshops and stuff, um, I know at one point you said that you were really good at celebrating. Yeah. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I guess that's an that's another way too. Um, yeah, I can always celebrate anything. I mean, and I even like to like to celebrate um, I think you're familiar with it. Or we've talked about it the day of the dead, which is November 1st. Uh-huh. And that is, you know, honoring your, your loved ones who passed on. And, and it's, if, if any of you've seen the movie Coco, they talk about that a lot. And I, I knew about the day of the dead before Coco, but then just to see it a little bit more like in well, animated real life, uh-huh. um, it, I don't know, just, kind of made me want to, to do that and, and to, to make an ofrenda and put the pictures up, you know, on that day and light candles. And, um, you know, a lot of times they eat the same foods that their loved ones loved and, 
I'm all about like food and anyway, I can honor people. So. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, yes, let's do this. So uh, me and one of my best friends, we decided to make an ofrenda last year. Um, each one of us at our houses to honor our loved ones. And I don't know, it just really like, I don't know, it made me feel, let's, it, it just made me feel like I was really like honoring them and it just made me feel good. Um, and it makes me feel like, you know, I'm helping their, their memories live on. And, mm-hmm. and um, so I kept that up for like quite a few days and was able to, to really like, like for some people, you know, when they think of that, they're like, oh, that would make me so sad. And it really doesn't. I mean, it just makes me feel like I'm really honoring them. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm going to continue doing that every year and celebrating their lives. And, um, yeah, so, so I, that was, I I do love to celebrate, so I can even celebrate people in death, which is strange, I know, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's, to me, it's not strange at all. Yeah. Um, to others, it may be strange. And that's okay because each person has their own way of handling grief and dealing with death and, and life and mm-hmm. loss. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be the best piece of advice you could give to somebody who's grieving? Well, it really depends on the situation, I think. Um, and I mean, not, not just client oriented, but, you know, or what the client needs, or, you know, if I'm not coaching somebody and I'm with somebody talking about grief, um, you know, it just depends on what they say, kind of what kind of advice I give, but, um, I mean, and there's a lot of like cliche things out there, you know, that people say, um, but and maybe one of these kind of sounds a little cliche, I don't know, but, <laughs> but um, I guess, you know, one, one thing I would say is just, you know, when you feel like you're sinking, um, don't be afraid to like throw your life raft out and like ask for help and be able, you know, to, to seek help and talk. And, um, you know, if you really feel like you are sinking, um, I think, you know, a lot of people isolate themselves in grief. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another thing I would say too is just to be careful not to isolate yourself for too long. Um, you know, telling your story and telling like your loved one's story and honoring them, you know, it keeps their memory alive and it, um, you know, it keeps you from not sinking into a deep depression that, um, that you know, could really be detrimental. Um, you know, just, just really like opening up. And, and I mean, that doesn't mean you have to talk, you know, some people don't like to talk. Some people don't want to share, but, um, you know, just not isolating yourself. Um, you know, when, when people find community is when they, you know, I think that makes a a switch for some people that Mm -hmm. they're like, wow, I'm not, I'm not alone in this. And there are other people dealing with this. So, um, yeah, I would just, I would really encourage people not to, not to isolate, but that's really important. Yeah. You talked about sinking. Um, and as, uh, through Don's training, I've learned the, um, the benefit of being in the grief and allowing the grief to come. So mm-hmm. how do you find that balance between not sinking and experiencing the grief? 
Yeah. Well, I guess I would like consider sinking, meaning um, where you, I mean, kind of like drowning, like you feel like you're drowning and you feel like you can't get out of it and you feel like it's never going to end. And yes, be in your grief. Yes. You know, experience all the things that you need to experience with it. But, um, you know, when you feel like you're so far past being able to get yourself out of it, I think that's when people need to reach out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Amazing. I've loved this conversation. Me too. Um, is there anything else you would like to add? Um, not necessarily that I can think of. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess I'll just say this, um, you know, like we talked about me being a grief coach and I, I am a grief coach, but I also want to do so much more than just be a grief coach. Um, I want to have a business that is all encompassing of grief and, you know, helping people in a multitude of ways, you know, whether that's in creative ways, like art therapy or counseling or, you know, whatever, that may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that is my goal and that's what I'm working towards. So, um, so yeah, everybody can stay tuned and might want to hire you or might want to <laughs> work with you. That's but, exciting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a long time coming. That's for sure. But, um, but that is, that is my goal. And, um, yeah, the more I talk about it, the more excited I get and, yeah, so it's not it's not just grief coaching for me, but it's just helping people in grief in any way possible. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your adventures and treasures with us. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. And I'm so glad that we've met and become friends. And Yes, 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 definitely. Every time I talk with grief workers, I get so much excited. I get so excited and I learn like, yes, I'm a grief worker. I'm a grief coach. I've been through the training. I, I have my own business right. and I work with people in grief right. and I still learn so, so much Yeah, from yeah. other people. Yep. From like, like you and my other guests and mm-hmm. colleagues, other colleagues, other grief workers, other coaches and my clients. I don't think there's enough that we could learn. I mean, really, like it's kind of never ending. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Awesome. Where can people find you? So uh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I have my uh, Grief Forward page. So it's, yeah, Grief Forward. And my regular Facebook is Jenna Linder Bonner. It's L-I-N-D-E-R and then B-O-N-N-E-R. Jenna's with two N's, J-E-N-N-A. And then um, you can also email me. My email is grieffforwardinspirations. That's inspirations with an S at the end at gmail.com. And yeah, I, I'm working on, you know, website and all of those things too. But for right now, Facebook and email. Awesome. Anything else you'd like to share with our audience? I, I think that's everything. I, I appreciate all the 
good questions today. Cool. So if you enjoyed this, join us next time in our journey of exploring humanity one heart at a time. You can also choose to donate to the program so we can continue to have conversations like these in the future. And I'll put that link in the again in the comments and in the show notes. Um, more of my work can be found on my website, grievingcoach.com and Facebook, jenny.renterdiltz. And I'm also on LinkedIn, jennydiltz-grievingcoach. Thank you so much, Jenna, for joining us. It's been so fun. Yay, thank you. Cool.